This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, top of the day to everyone. I, I always love it when I have one of my colleagues who is as blunt um, and blatant about opinions as I am. And joining me once again is Amy Collins of New Shelves Books. And Amy has actually created, I just as a side note, a really a stellar program on how to get your books in front of, in the intention of, and grabbed by librarians. And we'll, we'll mention that before we leave our hour together. But uh, what we're going to really do is go back to looking at what Amazon, with huge fanfare, came out with in May, their new marketing program, where they, you know, it ranged from not a lot of money to a lot of money. And she has been testing it with several of her clients since May um, in, in paid processes. And what we're going to share with you today is, you know, what's old, what's new, what's blue, what's red hot, what worked, what doesn't work, and you don't want to go near because you're kissing off your money. And we're also going to come in and look at, which Amy and I are so much on the same side of the page, of the announcement not too long ago from Barnes & Noble uh, who want to get into the create space space and talking about um, offering self-published books through their stores and how to do it, which both Amy and I will shout from our rooftops, it is nothing but BS. But hold on, we're going to get into that. Um, with that, welcome back, Amy. We're so glad to have you on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Well, thanks, Judith, although I do take slight issue with the idea that I'm as opinionated and upfront as you are. I don't think anyone <laughs> is as opinionated and upfront as you are, but I think I come close, but nowhere near in the same league. <laughs> oh, God, we do get in trouble, don't we, Amy? I mean, we do. A little bit. <laughs> yes, I, 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 and I'm also proud to claim in my upfront, bold, blunt scenario that I have a target on my back from the legal team of Author House, Author Solutions, who follow everything I say because I am routinely after them. So, on what they do to authors. But with that said, um, let's talk about the uh, what, what's going on with Amazon. Let's kind of do a recap of what they came up with uh, in, in last the spring. May, yeah, last May they announced, um, with in, and I think they did it right, Last May, Amazon, who sometimes I take issue with, but in this case, they did it right. They announced that they were going to allow, for the first time in about four years, people who had Amazon Advantage accounts. Now, it, it wasn't open, and it, it, it will be, but at the moment, it's not open just to create space print-on-demand folks. But to those of us with Amazon Advantage accounts who had also Seller Central accounts, we were going to be allowed to participate in a couple of different marketing programs, programs that they had tested on the down low for a year before the announcement. This was last May. 
I got very excited because five or six years ago, I was doing, you know, back in like 2009, 2010, I was doing a lot of Amazon marketing. They had the buy X, get Y function. You could nominate your book to be connected to best-selling books. If you liked, uh, if you liked Dan Pointer's book on self-publishing, then then you would really like Judith Bryle's book on you know a similar topic, and you could actually, in exchange for cash, you could actually suggest your book as an add-on to best-selling books in your category. They stopped doing that, so oh, 2011-ish, and there were no marketing opportunities for us small guys. The little guys were completely shut out. The only thing we could do was manipulate behind the scenes. Um, Judith, I remember how frustrated we both were with the what felt like unfairness that larger publishers could buy augmented pages and we couldn't. Mm-hmm. But that all changed in May. And in May, Amazon announced that anyone with an Amazon Advantage account could register for and pay $600 for an augmented page. I love these pages. They call them A-plus pages. They could bid either $0.50 cents a word, a dollar a word, $2 a word or a phrase. They could bid for keywords, for tags. Uh, if, if somebody went in and typed uh, crowdfunding for books, then if, if you, Judith, had, had actually bid on that particular key phrase, Anytime someone typed in crowdfunding for books, depending on the amount you'd bid per key phrase, your book, instead of being where it is, is probably fifth or sixth in the list normally, would suddenly go to number one. And it would say sponsored. I mean, they, they, they don't lie about it, but, but most people didn't care or notice, and they, they'd click on your book. And if they bought your book, you would end up paying whatever you'd bid. Let's say you'd, you'd bid a dollar. If they bought your book, you'd have to pay that dollar. But they bought your book so and and it was only charged if they went in through the keywords i loved that uh, they also offered to submit your book to all of their vine reviewers now judith you know this but in, just in case your listeners don't vine reviewers are vetted reviewers that have been pre-approved by amazon for following their guidelines and and getting in on a Vine review is nice on Amazon because Amazon is constantly shifting the rules about reviewing. And if a Vine reviewer reviews your book, you're, you're not 100% protected, but you're much more protected from some of the shenanigans going on in terms of reviews being pulled, you being accused of exchanging reviews or buying reviews, which Amazon immediately yanks. And the nice thing about Vine reviewers is that they, do, they are given more heft in the logarithms at Amazon. Amazon does not share any of their logarithms. But but if you are observant, you can see what a Vine review or a top Amazon review does to your searchability. And while I, I, I won't go to the mattresses on this, uh, Judith, I, I, I'd like your opinion as well. My observation is that a couple of Vine reviews or top Amazon reviews affects your ranking and your searchability more than when your Aunt Gertrude reviews your book. Has that been your experience? Well, here's first of all, if they figure out it's Aunt Gertrude, they're not going to let her post. <laughs> That's one thing <laughs> you need to know about, especially today. Um, secondly, that it is, but I'm also, here, here's what I'm also finding, especially from librarians I've talked to, Amy, is that the more you have, and I know you're after more, 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 
um, that the more you have really from the, the regular Joe and Josephine that really do give a little bit depth into their review instead of the one line, buy this book, it's great type thing. Um, there seems to be more credibility for overall book sales. Now, Amazon may, they, they will bump up a Vine review because they could put a label on it actually. But, and, and I know Carolyn Howard Johnson is a Vine reviewer and she will be speaking at the Author You Extravaganza and she will get into some of this um, next month here in Denver. But that, uh, you know, it works both ways. I think volume is where we have to go after. That's number one. And variety um, that will help move your sales, that people will read this stuff and say, um, geez, this sounds like me. I can connect with this versus some of the other and the general public doesn't know what vine is really they don't um and they're looking at it but but amazon does put the label on it they do seem to move them at the top yeah however the the opportunity to be presented to vine reviewers is extremely time consuming and if time is money which in my world it is then that makes it expensive because you have to go find the Vine reviewers that review your sorts of books, or books at all. A lot of Vine reviewers don't even review books. Amazon also, I mean, I buy dog food on Amazon, for heaven's sakes. And so, you know, there are Vine reviewers who only review dog products. But if, well, I do, I do. I get my toilet paper. I get Diet Coke from Amazon, believe it or not. I get a delivery every, every couple of days. Um, of groceries to my house from Amazon because I'm a busy woman and as much as I'd love a personal assistant to do my shopping for me. So what I'm saying is is that going after Amazon Vine reviewers is extremely time-consuming because you have to find them, you have to dig through their profile, you have to grab their email address if they posted it. Amazon will actually present your book as a possibility to Vine reviewers in exchange for, get ready for this, guys, $1,500. For $1,500, they will get your book out there and offer your book for review to Vine reviewers. That doesn't mean you're going to get reviews. That doesn't mean you're going to get good reviews. That means your book will be offered to them. However, I tried these. And when, you know, I, I know Judith's got a couple questions, but what I'd like to do at some point uh, before the hour is up is I'd like to tell you how each of these keywords the A-plus pages, the coupons, they, you can now offer coupons to readers for a, a short period of time or a long period of time and offer a discount on your books that has nothing to do with Amazon's discount. This is a coupon that you can offer, a discount. And we tried the Vine Reviewer approach, and I've got some figures that I'd love to share with you guys. Perfect. Well, we've, you know, what can we squeeze it? We're going to take our first break in two minutes. So what can we, where do we want to start? Kind of let's let's start with ABC. I, I think um, since we've opened up on Vine, um, I, you know, Amy, you, you said it's difficult to get to them. Is it worth the money to put after it to seek and find? In the next ninety-eight seconds, I will say the short answer is it was not not for me. I tried both a fiction and a nonfiction book, and. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you that I love Amazon reviews. Uh, Judith, you know, when I'm at Author You myself in September, last year and this year, I stood up and will stand up and say you need over 110 reviews, that 30 or 40 reviews doesn't cut it anymore. You need Amazon reviews. But I put both a fiction and a nonfiction up. We paid the $1,500. It was worth it to test it. But in both cases, 
And these were good books that already had Amazon reviews. In both cases, we got a lot of Vine reviews. The novel, uh, who you know, it was a terrific novel that um, is selling 30 or 40 copies a week already. The novel received 36 reviews, 36 Vine reviews in exchange for the $1,500. Matt, we did it in June. It's now August. So I, there may still be some reviews coming. I, even if even if they get up to forty, I, I still my opinion is it was not worth the fifteen hundred dollars. Well, the, yeah, the, the real non- is do, does it does it steamroll it? Does it keep it going that people are attracted coming 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 um, for that? That's what's really critical. And, and let's let's just just hold that and and you can gulp, take a sip of tea or coffee or whatever we're doing <laughs> or whatever, Amy. Um, and we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back and 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 continue on that. It's author you, your guide to book publishing. I'm Judith Bryles, and with me today is the fabulous Amy Collins. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked? If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Every picture tells a story, and it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303 985 
4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so Amy teased us. Um, with saying that she got 30 to 40 reviews with Vine. She paid $1,500, which is a lot of money to push out for people. And and one of the questions I have, Amy, did it seed more book sales? Did it seed more reviews coming in? We did. We did see, um, we saw the, the almost all of the big reviews from the Vine reviewers came in in a two-week period, and it happened six or eight weeks after we mailed the books out. During the six- to eight-week mark, a lot of the Vine reviewers posted, the vast majority of them, and during that period of time, we saw a net gain, increase in sales of 19 books per week for each of those two weeks. So 38 books, 36 reviews. All right, let's, let's even say you make one sale per review, and... But the numbers did go back down to the average. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I, you know the average. Go ahead. Right. Here's my two bits: thirty-eight book sales, and I, you know, I don't know if the book's fifteen dollars or twenty dollars. Thirty-eight books. Uh, okay, so fourteen ninety-nine, fifteen bucks. So thirty-eight books sold with a cost of fifteen hundred dollars. Barf. That's a barf for me. <laughs> It was for me. You know, a lot of these programs worked, and we're going to get into that in a minute, which ones did work. But we're starting with the review. I guess we're, we're just going to start out with the one that didn't work for mm-hmm. me. Um, I, as you, as you as well, Judith, we're both fans of Debbie Drum and of her book review targeter. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've spent $300 on a book review targeter that, that harvests email addresses that I can use over and over again, and they're not Vine reviewers, but I've gotten hundreds of reviews from my clients using that. And it was only 300 bucks. Yes. And it, so, and if I bought it as an author, not as a service provider, it's only 150 So there are other things to do. But the Amazon Vine, both the nonfiction and the fiction book, had very similar results. 
the nonfiction book, the, the, the prescriptive how-to book, that was brand new, that didn't have sales. It, we launched it. It received 38 reviews right off the bat within the same six- to eight-week period, and it, too, bumped up in sales. They, were, they, they went from two or three sales a week to 21 for each of those two weeks in the mm-hmm. six- to eight-week period. Um, so let's say, again, we're talking about a net of about 19 or 20 books. It was extremely – it was funny. It was extremely close to what the novel had done, and it was a different situation. It was not a well, uh, well-reviewed, already selling book. It was a brand new book that had just come out, but it was a, it was a, a business leadership topic. It's a, it's a topic that Amazon does very well with. It was an unknown author, and he did manage to bump up his sales. But fifteen hundred dollars seemed like a lot of money for that. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a huge okay. amount of money. So, what's the proper name to that program that they're calling it? Um, oh dear, I'm about to go on the radio and say I don't know. Uh, okay. But I know that all of these programs are found at Amazon.com/ams. It's Amazon Marketing Services, mm-hmm. and if you go to ams.amazon.com or Amazon.com/ams, either one will get you to a portal that that explains. Um, how it works and allows you to sign up if you have an Amazon Advantage account. But it's the Vine Reviewer uh, uh, Introduction Program. Is is I don't believe that's the official title, but if you Google that, you'll get there. All right, so that that takes care of it. So everyone, heads up that you can spend your fifteen hundred dollars far more efficiently. And doing some other things that Amy and I are going to cover. I think that's what we're really saying here. And here, here's here's what that did. It, it did it did a little seed. It did a little goose. But if you're going to continue momentum building momentum, it's it's like a book launch. Th- people think that when you do your book launch, that's the momentum, and everything is going to roll out like daisies. It ain't going to happen that way. Momentum happens when you consistently and continually support it, reinforce it, market it, and keep going. It's not a one-shot kiss, and that's what this is, kind of, what's what I'm hearing, Amy. Exactly. Well, you, Judith, you and I have both said this, but I've, I've actually, I've, I've heard you say it, and I, I may have stolen it from you, but I hope I didn't. But, <laughs> but you know, the idea that it's a marathon, not a sprint, is not new. Uh, no. But... Yeah. I always recommend to my clients do two things a day. I've actually I've actually written in, entire articles about do two. Do two is one of my things. Reach out to two reviewers. Reach out to two newspapers. Reach out to two radio stations. But do two things a day. If you try and do 30 things a day, you'll get exhausted and grumpy and you'll stop. But if you do two things a day every day without fail, you will eventually, just like the bird sharpening its beak on the mountain, you will wear down. And, and, and have some success. And, and that's really what you have to do. It is those little, it's a little, little, you, you, you know what? You need to think of yourself as a gnat. <laughs> you're going to be a little gnat. You're going to buzz around and you're going to do things and bring it in to get their attention in this thing called marketing and promotion and presence. And, and, and I, I think, Amy, you probably, you know, I have said this for years and years. Publishing is a marathon. It is not a sprint. And the reality is it's not one marathon. It is a string of marathons. And how long should you be running this marathon? The question is how long do you want to sell books? Yes, stop running when you say I'm done. That's it. 
So Now, do you want to hear about the one that worked the best? I do. I love the keyword program. Buying the keywords and the key phrases worked without fail. I've done it now with three or four different clients. But there was a novel, uh, Cabal of the Westford Night, that I did it with. And I did it with my own book, The Right Way. I spell it W-R-I-T because I'm trying to be clever. But truthfully, in hindsight, I wish I hadn't because when it comes to search engines, I'm screwed. But uh, I did it with a novel that had been out for a while, uh, about two years. It's two years old by David Brody, The Cabal of the Westford Night, and I did it with my book, The Right Way, by Amy Collins. And I've done it with several books since, but I'd like to tell you about the results of the first two I did. We bought nine, or bid on, we don't buy them, we bid on nine different keywords each. I ran these programs for 10 days at the exact same time in July, early July. Ran them side by side, the exact same time frame, so I could compare fiction, nonfiction. Nine keywords and phrases versus nine keywords and phrases. I bid the exact same amount of money, $300 for the novel, $300 for my book. That ends up turning out to be approximately $1.80 per keyword or phrase. That was my budget over 10 days. I then ran it again with a $200 budget for three days, which really bumped up the keywords. For, for each of the nine keywords. These keywords are the nice thing about Amazon's marketing services, the AMS, is they have an online portal that you can check 24 hours a day to see how it's doing. And I was able to gauge that of the nine keywords I'd picked for David's book and the nine keywords and phrases I'd picked for mine, only two or three was doing anything. Six of them were wasted. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, nobody was, nobody was using those keywords, and I could see that. So after two days, I dumped all those keywords that weren't working, and I moved all my budget to the three keywords that were, mm-hmm. which means that all of a sudden, when you typed in Templar Knight or, or Da Vinci Code, all of a sudden, David's book had all of this money, and his bids were higher per, for those three keywords and those, those key phrases. So his book, which before, if someone typed in Templar Knights, he might show up somewhere in the top 20, all of a sudden, because his budget was narrowly focused on keywords that were working, he was number one. And that really made a difference. So, Judith, does that make sense so far, what I'm explaining? Yeah, it does. And I want to just, let me, I'm going to do an insert, little carrot insert, that, um, Amy, I'm sorry you wasted six of your keywords that you went after. So everyone, I want you to either uh, go to keywordspy.com, click on your keywords that do the, the free thing, and go in and and do a little experimenting here and find out what are the highly searched words. It'll they'll help you out here because you want to do. There's some pre work you want to do before you jump into these things. Um, and knowing uh, where to go, and you, you don't want to kiss off or waste anything. That mean you sa- it may sound cute, and it may sound like you you know you use the words all the time. Don't assume everyone else is. You gotta always in keywords. You gotta think and um, keyword phrases. You've got to think that you're doing a Google search for something. What words would you, the consumer, use? That's what you're after. I love that, and I, I wish I had known about that site at the time. But it, 
it was fine. You know, it's a 10-day program. I, I set it for a 10-day arc. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent two or three days experimenting. But in the future, I'm going to use now. What was that website again? Keyword Spy? <laughs> Keyword Spy. All right. And it's, 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 it's oh, I always. I should have called you first. Uh, yeah, you should have. But that that's one of the things <laughs> I teach Judith Browse Unplugged, that it's really important to understand that and exercise and, and play around with. Um, and all of you who are doing any type of marketing uh, campaign, and, and this would be, um, I'm, I'm going to put it at the top of the list with Amy's twofer. I want you to start your twofer is you want to really find out what the appropriate keywords are so one keywords five secondly you're going to go into the top influencers um, and your competitors and you're going to do two things you're going to go to their websites and you're going to look at the first two paragraphs and note what keywords phrases they're using you're going to steal them secondly um, you're going to really go in and 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 really pay attention to what these individuals are doing because they've already done your homework for you. There's a reason why they're number one through ten. If you want to join them, you got to do what the big boys are doing. That's my two bits here. We're going to take another quick break. Um, with me is Amy Collins. We're talking about author frickin' success and how you use it with Amazon. And um, Amy and I are going to get into what we've. <laughs> We thought was the farce that came up with Barnes & Noble's program they announced to compete with CreateSpace. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. 
I love these kind of discussions where I get to get together with my cronies, <laughs> my pals, and really dig down to what we talk about. What can we do not only to move our own stuff forward, but what, what we can do to make the lives of the authors that we get the pleasure to work with so much better and successful. And there's a reason why they do stand out. There's a reason why their books do look better. They do feel better. They do read better than the standard self-publishing fair, an indie publishing fair that is out there. And that if you've done any reading with the roughly three, oh my gosh, million books that come out a year, of which I will openly say 80% probably shouldn't, but that with, with that kind of competition, you have got to look better, you've got to feel better, you've got to read better than what the bulk of it is so your book will raise above the mist that's there. So this is what Amy and I are talking about today, how to make separate you from the crowd. And the reality also is there are far more books being published by the self and indie market than the traditional big boys. And one of the problems the big boys are having is what in the hell are we going to do to stay current to keep up? And Amy and I are going to dig into that because don't, don't you see this is what's going on, Amy? They're scrambling I do, and what makes me, I, I laughed out loud. I mean, I, I hurt myself laughing <laughs> yeah. last week when the American Association of Publishers announced that e-books were down 25% and that publishing itself was down 6%. I, I hurt myself laughing. I said, sweeties, um, to myself uh, after I, I pulled myself together, mm. e-books are not down 25%, and, and publishing is not down at all. What's mm -hmm. happening is the American Association of Publishers makes up anywhere from four to 500 traditional publishers, a lot of them based in New York and Chicago and San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And yes, their sales are down, but guess who's, mm -hmm. guess whose sales are way up? Ours. Independent publishers. Small guys like us, we are selling a boatload of ebooks. We are selling a whole bunch of print books. Publishing is not down. Ebook prices are down. You know, the average ebook price is down, and so if you look at the dollars, it, it's down. It's a little soft, but numbers are way up. And people like you and I, Judith, we're making more money than ever on publishing, while Random House, I'm afraid, is struggling. So it, it, I totally agree with you that traditional publishing and independent publishing, they need to be taken completely separately because they are. And, and they are, and I don't know, uh, the problem is they can't figure out how to gauge it all because we have so many different avenues that we go down in selling our books. And I know, you, Amy, you've been around me for a lot of years now that I've always sell, said that it is your mouth be the biggest pusher of your books. And I know I sold over a million copies of my books from my mouth and speaking from the platform. And I still believe that that is a humongous way to get out there and connect because it's not, you don't sell 30 books in a week. You, you sell hundreds and sometimes thousands of books in a week because you are connecting with people who become raving fans and followers and they just want to take you home, which I think is hot, kind of. <laughs> so... We have that. So, yeah. So we're, you know, I was in the middle of this of this test of of trying to determine how to promote my books on Amazon when I was buying these keywords and these key phrases, 
And as I said before the break, I set a $300 budget for my book, Nonfiction Prescriptive How-To for the Publishing Market, and a $300 budget for a novel, uh, a Templar-based sort of uh, mm-hmm. a Da Vinci Code-esque novel written by David Brody called Cabal the Westford Knight. So $600 over a 10-day period was my budget. However, I only had to pay about $190 total out of that $600 because you only pay when the clicks and the sales happen. You don't, you don't pay just, you know, you don't buy them outright. And so you actually get a really strong idea of what the return on your investment is. So for $190, I found out that for every dollar I spent on this keyword phrase, I made $4 in profit. I was able to gauge how the books were selling before this 10-day period, how they sold during the 10-day period, and there was a little bit of tail off after, but it dropped pretty quickly. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you that within three days after the program was over, we were back to original, our original numbers. But when I look at the extra sales, yes, I'm using air quotes on the radio. Sorry, guys. But when I look at the extra sales that happened, and we take out the printing costs and the, the marketing costs and everything that went into it, there was a four-to-one return on my investment buying those keywords on average. The novel, it was closer to five to one, and my, my nonfiction was three to one, but on average, a four to one return on the investment. And I have repeated this experiment several times, and it has always been worth the money. It has always made me more money than I've spent and more money than I would have made if I hadn't spent the money. I have never once run this for any book and not been able to, to strongly identify that if I hadn't spent that money, I wouldn't have made even more. So it worked. So, Amy, would you say on looking at the um, Amazon's marketing services, the AMS, that on a, you know, your your ranking, if we rank it, we do the $1,500 big block, uh, the Vine people will go, nit, <laughs> don't do that one. Low, that, that had the lowest ROI. And the, lowest the Vine ROI. keywords had the highest. And, and, and the keywords had the highest. All right. So that's where that everyone needs to pay attention to that. you Why not start at the highest? Don't diddle around down here and put in a budget, a few hundred dollars and go in. And as Amy says, is that if there's not click throughs, it's not all used. It may not all be used, which I think is even cooler. That gives you money in your pocket to come back and redo it. And and this seems to me we're going back to Amy's twofer. Let's do two things a day um, that you come back and you, you really start doing a planning. And now this really uh, integrates into the whole marathon. That a lot of times, it, it always amazes me, Amy, I've had these discussions, you know, they put their time and their energy into creating the book, a really book that shines and all that. And then they have zero money for marketing consistency. Have you have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I liken it I liken yeah. it to spending all your money before the baby's born and then you take the baby home and you say, Oh dear, I don't have any money to feed it or clothe it or, or it, it can't go to school because I've spent all my, I mean when people call me and say, Oh, I spent all my money to give birth to this book I say, Well that's great. Um, how are you gonna raise it now? Because you have to feed this book. You have to clothe it. You have to send it to school. You have to raise this book. And I'm so sorry you just spent all your money um, mm-hmm. getting ready for the book. But 
it kind of should have happened the other way. Yes, yeah, ex exactly. So it, it, planning um, over, let's see, Amy, you said you planted a 10-day period. That was, that was what you were doing. And I've also done three days. And the three-day one was just as successful as the 10-day uh, in I terms of return on investment. You know, I love that idea because it really, you know what that coattails onto? When people get pulled into the Amazon's KDP Select and they decide to do their free days, their five free days in that 90-day program all at once, that it's oh. totally ineffective. That basically a free day, take one at a time and sprinkle it through. That would be my advice. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah. Yes, and that maybe doing it in now you just made me realize what my next experiment's going to be. Uh -huh. Offering a one day Amazon free day, twenty four to forty eight hours at the most. I I don't I don't yes. just say twenty four. I say you can go to forty eight, but no more, no, no more. more. And at the same time, uh, uh, do a budget for keyword search and see see and compare it to the last time you offered your book for free for a day. And see if you got even more downloads or or more or, or if it translated into any sort of book sales on print. Right. I that's my next experiment. I love that, Judith. Thank you. You're you're so welcome. But you know, I'm going to go back to and hook back into the keyword spy. Here's what here's what thing is going to show you. It will tell you how many searches using that word or that phrase are done a month. So if you've got someone that show, that's showing several, whether whether it's 10,000, 100,000, 700,000 searches a month, it, that should get your attention. It gets my attention. It gets my mm -hmm. attention. <laughs> so that's what we want you to do. We wanna, we're hoping to get your attention here. All right, Amy, let's... Um, uh, so we've we've got the keywords birch or, or to the other. Anything else in the the Amazon program you thought should we should kind of th throw on the table to to, uh, to uh, either author beware or author jump in? Well, just real quick before we move on to uh, Barnes and Noble's print on yeah. demand, which I really want to talk about. Yes. Um, I also I also invested in an A plus page for a novel and for a nonfiction book, both mm -hmm. of which. I, I, this is where it's, it's in between for me. Has, uh, it's $600 to be able to uh, augment your page. You get video, there's more feeds, you have more control over the content of your page. These A-plus pages are gorgeous. Neither of them have made me $600 back yet, but I, 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 so what I'm doing is I'm putting that in the middle between the two. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely has made a big difference in my ranking and my searching, but it has not made the money back yet, but it's only been, it, I did that in early July. It's been six weeks, five, six weeks. It's way too early to tell, but I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that the A plus pages will be worth it. And I'd love to come back in a couple months and, but I need more time to report on that, but mm -hmm. I'd love to come back in a couple months and tell you what, what the overtime what the benefits or or lack of benefits were. Okay, so what I'm going to tell everyone is I, I would take that as a bypass and to reassess it in a year. I would put my energy into making sure I have a freaking good-looking copy. I would make sure that when I reduce it to 25% to see it, make sure it pops out 
on the Amazon page. I would make sure that on my Amazon description page, I would have a really great headline to suck in a, a voyeur, a visitor, to, to bring them in. And too many authors put up mediocre copy um, and don't understand that your Amazon page is a sales page. And I'm going to give you one more killer idea, and we brought, and I, I've brought it up before here. But turn your, in your search inside, change, or, or maybe even think about this for ongoing. Make your contents page, your table of contents, contents page, make it questions, 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 questions that goose the reader. This is for nonfiction. That goose the reader that will be a lure to hook them thinking by the time they read your fourth question, which ties into whatever your content page is. I don't even care if your real page on the chapter just has a uh, learn more about or it has some revealing just two words. I want you to make that a question that includes those two words so they're connected, but it will bait them. And by the fourth question, I'm going to guarantee your book sales in place. That's my other hot tip for the day. Um, so, Amy. Let's, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come into uh, Barnes & Noble's new program in our last segment. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need The Book Shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems, you want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd if you want to create a book with no regrets. Give her a call today, 303 303- 885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. 
Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. Big fanfare. Back in July, uh, Barnes & Noble announced that they had a special deal, a special deal um, and it was, it was, you know, Pub Weekly had it in. It was huge news in Bookland that they were actually going to become competitive, make a competitive move against Amazon, and they hoped to leave Amazon literally in the dust. Um, now, remember, there are only six. There's over six hundred Barnes and Noble's brick and mortar. There's only three Amazon brick and mortar right now. Um, and the, the question would be, Amy and I are on the same side here. Was it going to leave in the dust? And it was to, to uh, come in with CreateSpace. Now, on the Book Shepherd website on my, um, in July, I had a blog on this. And I would encourage you all, to, the, the title was, Is Barnes & Noble Move Too Little, Too Late for Self-Published Authors? And I would encourage you, it was a July 12th uh, blog, and I decided to go in and do the nitty-gritty and lay out what the real truth is. And here's the truth. You have always, as an independent publisher, as a self-publisher, been able to submit to Barnes & Noble, always been able to do it. Uh, Marcella Smith, when she was there, really put a terrific program for what they call the small press division. But you have to have your homework together. And what they require is a decent-looking book. And by the way, the way your book looks is critical. And I want Amy to talk about how book buyers make decisions and how many seconds they take. Secondly, that you have to have a marketing P-L-A-N. And in other words, they want to know how you are going to drive book buyers' butts to their stores to buy their books. Because why should they waste time with your book on their precious real estate shelves. All right, Amy, you want to drop, jump in now? Well, yeah, just that uh, absolutely that was true. Barnes & Noble has always taken independent and self-published books. They, they, they don't make a big deal about it, but any well-published book is a published book, and Barnes & Noble has always stocked well-published books, well-packaged books, books that are beautifully written, beautifully edited. They've been doing it for decades even if it's a, a non-traditional or a small press. But they made this announcement saying that they were suddenly going to start really supporting self-published authors by, by, a lot, by now stocking books in 
their stores by self-published authors, single title authors, independent presses. Okay, great, except read the fine print, as you know, you've already written about, Judith. To be considered, you need to sign up for Nook Press. Okay, that's great. Most people should be doing that anyway. Judith, you and I have recommended that people get their ebook on Nook for years. Mm-hmm. But now that they've purchased three, count them three espresso machines and you know these digital printers, they want to go head to head with CreateSpace and with you know Ingram Spark, and they want to start getting some of the dollars that authors are spending on digital printing and print on demand. And they don't they, they want to keep all the extra profit that comes. They can print the books themselves. So come to us. Let us publish your book. Uh, not publish, but to let us print and, and distribute your book to the Barnes & Noble market. That way they don't have to pay Ingram any money. They don't have to give Amazon any money if they want the book special ordered in their store. So it's extra profit margin for them, which is awesome. But here's the thing. To be considered to really be stocked on their shelves, not just special order available, they, they put it right in the press release. You will be considered, once you've sold a 1,000 copies of your book through their website, which is just a thinly veiled, incredibly obvious ploy to get authors to start driving sales to barnesandnoble.com instead of Amazon. And that's great. Sure, sell a 1,000 copies. You know, I think you should. I think you should sell a 1,000 copies online before any bookstore should should stock you because you need to prove your, as you've said, Judith, you just said a minute, you need to prove your way onto their shelves. But barnesandnoble.com is the teeniest slice. It's the smallest percentage of the online market. I can, I can imagine it's so mm-hmm. little. Mm-hmm. Indiebound sells more than barnesandnoble.com mm-hmm. and they're independent. So Barnes and Noble is just blatantly trying to get people to drive sales to them and to, to encourage the authors to drive all of their their own marketing and their own sales to BNN.com so that they can eventually grab this falsely, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it, falsely held, held out promise that they might get on the shelf once they sold a thousand copies online. And that that just it does not sit comfortably with me. Oh, I, I thought it was hilarious. I'm mean, just saying, geez, Louise. Okay, so I mentioned kind of the tease that, I mean, you you presented, have presented books to the BNN reps. How long do they take when they're looking them over? How much time does a rep from any publishing company have to get the attention of a book buyer? Oh, well, when I was pitching, I mean, I used to be in, yeah, in Barnes & Noble's offices every month. And when I was pitching, I would have, I couldn't get an appointment with a buyer unless I had at least about a half a dozen books minimum. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, because I worked for a large publisher, I had 20 or 30 books. And if I had a half a dozen books, I'd get five or 10 minutes of their time. And if I had 20 books, I'd get 20 minutes, maybe. Um, now... I could augment that by taking them to lunch and doing a few things, but I would get about 30 seconds per book because by the time you evaluate all the backlist, you know, ask them how the wife's doing, blah, 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 you're talking exactly. about maybe 20 to 30 seconds per book. And, and I think authors, Amy, are stunned when they hear that, you know, but they, because they, it's like when, tell me about your book and they go through this labyrinth 
of all that. And they, you know, we're trying to get them down to tell us about your book in 15 words or less. That's, that's what you've got to do and covering. And I'll never forget the time I was at Book Expo and I was just sitting, chatting with Marcella Smith, who you and I both knew well. And she was, as we were in a double booth next to the, I had a booth there at the time. And we were just sitting next door because they had really nice, comfortable tables. And they welcome, they love people to sit in their booths because it shows action. And I was watching Marcella's eyes and she was going down and it was, it was a, it was a publisher and some beautiful photography type books. And I watched her eyeball just going around the corner booth here, making decisions and writing down. And I don't think she spent any more than 10 seconds and she made her judgments on how that book covered. She didn't care even what the content was. What did the oh, cover look like? please. I wouldn't even get four words out of my mouth for half the book. I'd hand the book or the, the, the sheet over the desk to George, who was the business book buyer at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'd, you know, hey, George, how you doing? How's the wife? Okay, okay, we, I've got 11 books for you today. Let's start with a leadership book. And I'd hand the first one over, and he'd go, ugh. Okay. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> at that point, I would be like, okay, or... If it turns out that the book he said ugh about was going to get, you know, a half a million dollars in marketing and we already knew that it was going to be on Marketplace on NPR, I'd say, okay, I get it, but it's going to be on Marketplace on NPR next Thursday. Oh, he'd say, okay. you that, And then the next book, he'd go, hmm. And I'd say, new author. This is literally how I present. New author, huge platform. It's a parable book. I know those are, are a little soft right now, but I, this guy's really... This is what I would say to him. I would... It never... We never discussed how good the book was. That's what I would say to him. New author, great platform, parable book. What do you think? That I mean, and I was one of the better sales reps. I mean, I'm, I'm not... A, I mean, I was good at my job. This is how we sell to buyers. And so, dear listener, this is the reality check. <laughs> We're trying to give you the reality check. And Amy, I can't, you know, we just have, we have about three minutes left here. I can't get over how many times um, I come across authors who still dream, who still game plan is to have a publisher pick up their book. Um, do you have some latest data on what the pickup rates are now these days? I don't because they they things have changed so much with independent publishing being what it is. I can tell you what my clients what you know what what the people what what our rates are, but I don't have they're they're not put out the way they used to be because so because you're right, it's hard to track small single titled publishers. Well, the, 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 even, I'm talking about, you know, the traditional publishers that, that you know, with the odds of getting your book picked up by a traditional publisher today are what? I don't know. We don't I know. I really don't know. But what no, we I can do tell know. you that a Simon & Schuster rep friend of mine, mm-hmm. uh, a, a rep who, who, you know, Simon & Schuster is one of the biggest publishers out there. She will tell you that about... No more than 25% of the books in her catalog get onto the shelves of Barnes & Noble. No more than 25% of their books get into Barnes & Noble. 
Okay, so that's one thing to realize. So now we're going to, to so if your goal is to get sold, sell your book to a traditional publisher, I'm telling you that the odds keep going down each year and year and year. So when I have an author I'm working with says that's what their goal, and I said, great, that's plan A. What is your parallel plan B? Because you need to put a time limit on how long you're going to do this dance trying to seducing one and getting picked up. And two, how, you know, what are you going to do if it doesn't in that time frame? Are you going to be doing a parallel to publish yourself? What are you going to do? And you really, I think that's critical to understand. So, yeah, my two I, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. My two bits on it. Well, I like your two bits, and you know I agree. We don't agree on everything. Uh, no, there are colors and fonts we don't agree on, but I will tell you that when it comes to traditional publishing, uh, traditional publishing is a business. They are making hard business decisions, and they are seeing their market and their share shrinking. Independent publishing is also a business, and it is growing. However, it is growing at the expense of people who do not treat it like a business. The reason why independent publishing is so profitable for so many predators out there is because people don't treat it like a business. You are not publishing a book. You are starting a business. And if you do not budget and plan and learn everything you'd need to know, the same way as if you were opening a dental practice, it is no different. If you don't treat it that way, you will be one of the people who shells out thousands of dollars without a return on their investment, and you will be responsible for the growth, and I'm using air quotes again, the growth of the, the co-publishing or vanity press industry, which everyone wants a piece of because authors aren't acting like business people. Exactly. All right, so we need to do a wrap-up, but here's what I want to say to everyone. If you want to come and play with Amy and me next month, you can have three days of us because we're both at the Author You Extravaganza in Denver, Colorado. And you want to be there. That is if you only want to be seriously successful. If you still want to diddle around and kind of figure out how can I sell more than the average 100 books a self-published author does, you make the time. This is an investment. And be there. It's fun. It's high intense. You learn a boatload of things. Amy is going to be two, doing two sessions. Amy, identify your sessions that you're going to be doing. I'm doing a session on Amazon on how to rise above the noise and, and get your book noticed on Amazon. And I'm mm -hmm. doing a session on why and how you want to pitch your book to libraries and how uh, libraries are now one of the fastest, most profitable growth markets in our industry. And I will teach you how to get your book in there. And there you go. And I am going to be doing the opening session on Thursday morning on how to avoid book publishing blunders, bloopers, and boo-boos, which is on my new book. And secondly, I will be doing a session on how to be a confident author. And so with that, we're going to wrap up another session, Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Go to authoryou.org. Get registered for the uh, extravaganza. If you email me directly, I actually possess a special code and can give you a little special discount. So do Judith at Bryles.com. You can also uh, email Amy, Amy at New Shelves. Info. It's, oh, yep, info. Info, I-N-F-O at New Shelves.com. New, not old, shelves. <laughs> 
whatyouputbookson.com. All right. And Amy also will be in possession today of a very special discount code that will save you $270 off your registration. Take advantage of this. All right. Amy, well, thank heck, you so Judith, much. Why didn't, why didn't I get that discount code? Man, fine. Uh, you're, you're, you're getting that. <laughs> it's coming to you in about an hour. <laughs> Sounds there good. Go. All right. Thanks so much. Take care. Have a great week and happy writing, everybody. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by AuthorU and The Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, 